co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Wednesday, February 22nd. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Today, correspondents are casualties in the fighting in the Syrian city of Homs, among them a Syrian citizen journalist named Rami. I think a lot of what Rami did was inspired by his love for Homs, which is being destroyed, uh, to put his life at risk, to tell the story of Homs. Also, luxury condo sales taking off in Miami thanks to Brazilians paying cash. Thank God, <laughs> because financing is still tough and U.S. buyers do not pay for their homes in cash. BBC News with Fiona MacDonald. Western leaders have condemned the killing of one of the world's most celebrated war correspondents, the American Marie Colvin, in the Syrian city of Homs. A French photojournalist, Rémi Oshlik, was also killed. They died when a house they were reporting from was shelled by Syrian government forces. The United States criticised what it called the shameful brutality of the Assad regime. From Beirut and neighbouring Lebanon, Jim Muir reports. The bombardment of Baba Amr resumed in the early morning with rockets and artillery shells smashing into the already devastated quarter where several hundred rebel fighters from the Free Syrian Army are believed to be holding out. Among the many victims were the veteran Sunday Times correspondent Marie Colvin and the French photojournalist Rémi Oshlik. They died when shells wrecked a makeshift press centre. Marie Colvin's trenchant and compassionate reporting, and now her death along with Rémi Oshlik, have focused international attention even more on the plight of thousands of civilians trapped in Baba Amr. Marie was a journalist of extraordinary personal courage. She felt compelled to keep telling the story of ordinary people in dangerous places, despite the injury that cost her an eye reporting the war in Sri Lanka. Activists in Syria say many more people died in Homs on Wednesday as a result of government shelling. Among them was the activist Rami al-Sayed, who's been an important provider to the outside world of video footage. Ethiopian troops, backed by forces from the Somali interim government, have taken control of the central city of Baidoa from the Islamist militant group Al-Shabaab. Al-Shabaab has said it will start a guerrilla war in response. Will Ross reports. This is a significant loss for Al-Shabaab. Baidoa was a major stronghold. Several of the leaders of the Islamist militants are from the town. On Tuesday, there was heavy fighting as Ethiopian soldiers and pro-government troops advanced towards Baidoa. But when armoured vehicles and tanks rolled in, the Al-Shabaab fighters had already withdrawn. The town fell without a battle. The pressure on Al-Shabaab is mounting. The United Nations has voted to increase the number of African Union peacekeepers in Somalia from 12,000 to more than 17,000. A train crash in the Argentine capital, Buenos Aires, has killed at least 49 people. Hundreds more were injured when the crowded commuter train smashed into the buffers as it came into one of the city's busiest stations. Vladimir Hernandez reports from Buenos Aires. Witnesses say the train arrived at an unusual high speed and crashed into the buffers. The authorities say hundreds of people were injured. Rescue workers are still trying to pull out dozens of victims from the first two carriages which were crushed in the accident. Firemen had to open holes in the carriage roof to lift out some of the injured with ropes. An investigation is already underway to determine the cause of the crash, but initial reports say the train's brakes malfunctioned. World News from the BBC 
The judge in the six-month trial of the former Egyptian president Hosni Mubarak has set the date of June the 2nd to issue his verdict in any sentence. Mr Mubarak has spoken rarely during the trial and made no comment during the defence's final arguments on Wednesday. The former president, his interior minister and six security chiefs are accused of being responsible for the deaths of hundreds of protesters in the uprising a year ago. Divers working on the wreck of the cruise ship, the Costa Concordia, have found eight more bodies inside, including the only child listed missing, a five-year-old girl. The ship ran aground last month off the west coast of Italy. Twenty-five bodies have now been found. Seven more people are still missing.